Hi, I'm Colin. And I'm Bert. And you're watching Dabbing with Washington Artists. The idea is simple. Six questions. And six dabs. As we interview artists that make Washington, Washington. So sit back. Light those torches. Because this is Dabbing with Washington Artists. Hey guys, I'm BHZ. You can find me on Facebook and pretty much all the other social websites with music by BHZ. Uh, I have an EP coming out here soon. I'll have more details about that on my Facebook. You have songs on SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com backslash music by BHZ. And the uh, new EP will be out on Spotify, Amazon, and all the other streaming platforms. For today's series of six dabs, we begin our show with the strains of Vanilla Kush, Sensi Star, and Candy Kush. And we'll end the episode with the tidal wave and an amnesia haze and a lemon kush. Good all right. Well, all right. Cool. Just want to say thank you very much for being a part of the show. Um, really appreciate me. you coming up. Um, if you guys are ready to go, Bert, what do we got for dab number one? All right. So first up is the uh, vanilla kush. Vanilla kush is a hard-hitting indica that has a rich terpene profile that delivers hints of vanilla, lavender, and citrus. With its tendencies to couch lock at smokers, it is a great indica to start off the show or to end a long day. We found this oil at a shop in Shoreline. So uh, the first question we like to ask everybody mm -hmm. is what role does cannabis play in your creative process? Uh, honestly, if I didn't have cannabis, I wouldn't be able to do anything. Because, no. I mean... I deal with chronic pain all the time. Like I said, I have Crohn's disease. Um, I also have a couple other issues that we have not or have yet to diagnose. And so like for me, marijuana is like Tylenol. I have to have it normally about two to four hours, you know? So um, yeah, and if I didn't have that, I wouldn't be able to write because the amount of pain that I'm in without it, I'm completely brain locked, you know? So yeah, it's, uh, if I don't have it, I just, I can't write. Yeah, yeah, I just can't focus enough on it and everything else. Yeah. Does that help you out, like as far as like the the creative process goes outside of the pain? Well, yes, definitely. Um, some of the songs that I've written, actually, "Sweet Rose," one of the ones that's coming out, uh, I wrote while I was uh, smoking, and the story behind the song is what came to my head. Just kind of like, a, oh, that would be a really cool movie. Oh, I should write a song about that. <laughs> so that, that's actually where that song came from. But yeah, it's it's definitely a big part of the way I write for sure. Dan number two. Dan number two. So we have the Sensi Star, which is another indica. Sensi Star is a powerful indica dominant strain that is not for the novice smoker. Its unique eucalyptus and lemony flavor is overshadowed by its tendencies to leave the smoker in a relaxed but still functional state. We grabbed a gram of this oil from a shop in Bothell. Yeah, that's yeah, a hit. That's a hit. <laughs> Okay, uh, so Washington State is quite the uh, melting pot for a lot of different cultures and, and stuff like that. Uh, has it influenced or inspired your art in any way? Definitely. Um, one of the things that I've actually had a trouble or trouble with as an artist is pinpointing the, the style of music that I want to do. All of the bands that I've done is, you know, we've ranged from having metal songs to having jazz songs to having pop songs. All because I don't know what I want to write. And that totally comes from 
living in Seattle, knowing people from, you know, all these different cultures who, you know, the culture defines exactly how you're going to sound. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, for me, I grew up Mormon, not Mormon anymore. I grew up around very rich people. I hang out with people who are, you know, not very rich these days. I've, I've been in all of those different groups and they very much do influence how I write, what I'm thinking about when I'm writing and just the overall tone of, of, you know, me as an artist, really. So, Beautiful. Yeah. I'm always, you know, one of the things I'm also always trying to do is work with other people in the area. Right. And that is a huge, huge plus when it comes to having all these different cultures, you know? So for dab number three. Dab number three is the candy kush. Straight from magical candy land. And it definitely looks like candy. Candy Kush is a well-balanced hybrid that delivers a sweet, almost candy-like flavor that lingers for minutes after smoking, with a high that will leave you relaxed but not incapacitated, and won't leave your mind racing, this strain is ideal for evening with friends. We picked up a gram from an amazing shop in Marysville. In the Seattle area, because I've gotten some stuff from other areas, and not quite as, I don't want to say fresh, but, you know, not yeah. quite up to par. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Oof, I'm loving these clouds. Oof. <laughs> so, you have a new EP coming out. I do. Uh, would you be willing to tell us a little bit about it? Sure. Uh, it's a three-song little EP. Um, it's all acoustic. There's a... Let's see, there's a song called Sweet Rose. Kind of depressing, it's about a guy dying and praying to his love to love him one more time. Uh, then there's a song called Wash Away that's about getting up in the face of adversity and never giving up and continuing to trudge through. Then there's a song called Devil. And it's, uh, I don't know where it came from. I have no idea how I wrote it or why. Um, it was one of those things where as soon as I started playing the riff, the lyrics just flowed out and I remembered them like that. So I really, like, I have no idea where it came from. But it's the story, it tells the story about a man who comes across a man who steps out of literally the gates of hell, and it's the devil. Okay. And then his religious pendant that came from his mother saves his life when the devil tries to take his soul. Don't really know where that came from, but it's a thing. That's pretty so, cool, though. Yeah. It sounds like you get a lot of storytelling in your uh, in your songs. I do. I That's one of the things, uh, you know, the Eagles, I love the Eagles. Pretty much all of their songs tell stories. There are very few of their songs where, you know, if they are, it's like, okay, we have an agenda with the songs, so we're going to get our point of view across. I really like that. What was that one again? That was the Candy Kush. That was the Candy Kush, yeah. What is it like about it? Do you know what farm it's from? Uh, no, but... We're going to farm now. That... Someday we might start talking about what farm it's <laughs> Feel free to come. <coughs> hint, hint. Oh man, that's not. I mean, it's it's really good. Like it has that nice piney taste to it. It's not. It does not hit heavy. It hits pretty smooth. The high takes. I don't know. I think it took me about five minutes to actually start feeling it. Mm -hmm. But now I'm feeling it, and I'm like, yeah, you know. And uh, that was an indica. That was an indica. Yes. Yeah, on our four. Number four. Uh, so we've got Tidal Wave. Uh, this one is a hybrid. I'm like, I'm looking at it right now. It's like super pliable. You could probably like, like, like shape it if you looks wanted like to. Like sand, like something you would find on the beach after a nice storm. Yeah, right. Little, little crumbly, little wet looking. 
definitely got a good smell to it. Yeah, I think that one does smell nice. Ooh. Another piney one, but it also has like a citrusness to it yeah. too. Yeah. That's yummy. Tidal Wave is a sativa-dominant, newer strain that has recently made an appearance here in Washington. In addition to the get-up-and-go energy common to sativas, this strain has a tendency to make the smoker more social and talkative. We found this gem in a shop in Everett. <laughs> it almost has like a sugar cookie taste to it. Ooh. That was really good. Like, if you were to bake it just a little bit too long, that's what it tastes like. Wow. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, at least to me, maybe I'm just yeah, It's even kind of got that color to it, too. Like, it kind of does. Rounding yeah. the edges of a cookie. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. You have your solo work being released uh, and have collaborated with other local artists, including the song you did with Devil Boy. Uh, would you say that collaborating with other people is easier or perhaps more difficult or, or a little bit of the same as far as sitting down and getting these projects done? Um, honestly, it depends on the project. Like with, with the first song with Devil Boy, Separate, uh, I mean, it came like that. The second I heard the song, I was just like, okay, he wants me to do vocals. I know exactly what he wants me to do. This is what I'm going to do. And that's what's on the track. <laughs> Other things, uh, like I'm working with an artist named Brashawn, on a piece that started out on the piano, it sounded like you you know would listen to in like a Las Vegas uh, lounge or something like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, like really pretty, mellow, lots of little fluttery keys, all that kind of stuff. And then he took the song and cut it into a half dance club banger, oh. half lounge song. <laughs> so you know, like Interesting. yeah, Interesting like mix. for that, it took me a little bit to to get back into the right you know, mindset of okay, now I understand this song. Whereas the other one, right as I got it, I was like, yep, I know exactly what I need to do. So it really, it really is kind of like, you know, six in one hand, a dozen, or six in the other. A dozen in the other, not that. But All right, what do we have for dab number five? All right, so for number five, we have an Amnesia Haze, which yeah. is a more solid sativa here. And one of my favorites. I mean, we're already forgetting what we're uh, what we're doing here. This is just gonna, you're gonna forget who you are here in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Amnesia Haze is a sativa-dominant strain with a complex terpene profile with hints of pepper, fruitiness, and earthiness. Known for its kick of energy, this is a great strain to start the day. We found a gram at a shop in Bellevue. I think I'm going to hit just that right temperature to keep it a little... Your face lit up when you heard that name. Yeah. Um, Dude, I love it. Is, it, is it like a consistent uh, brand you go with? Or, or sorry, uh, string? Uh, Amnesia Haze, if I have the option to get it, that is usually what I get. For me, I find out, you know, for the, especially for the pain, it's very relaxing for oh, my muscles. And okay. so, like, you know, and it's also a nice head high that usually leaves me a bit creative, to be honest. Perfect. So, yeah, so I, I don't know. If you want, in my opinion, a good starter, Amnesia Haze is where you just start at. Perfect. Thank you. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> Keep that in mind moving forward. That was tasty. Yes. Yeah. All right. So you have a very unique and, and wide vocal range, uh, reminiscent of Key Block from Sister Hazel or uh, Nate Hiltz of the Dead South. Okay. Um, what other vocal, or would you 
excuse me, sorry. Have any uh, vocalists influenced your, your sound or any, any, any way? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I feel terrible for this, but I cannot remember his name right now. Uh, the vocalist for Thrice. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot, lot. I don't remember his name either, but yeah, a huge, about. huge influence on me. Right. Honestly, like a lot of people say, that's who they can hear in my music is Stars. Um, also, uh, uh, Miles Kennedy from Alter Bridge. Okay. Um, I cannot sing like him. Mm, he's amazing. I I do not sound like him. Cannot sing like that at all. But his uh, line choices and the way he chooses to put ups and downs in his vocal line. I kind of emulate that as much as I can because he's very creative, very clever with the way he does it. Very with his song, he tells the story with the way he does his lines. Right. So yeah, I try to emulate him honestly a lot too. But uh, James Hetfield a little bit. Okay. Um, also, Allison Chains. I'm sure you can hear a lot of that. There's there's definitely a lot that we hear in the music that you play, and like honestly, I love the variety personally. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I, that's something I've been trying to pull off since I was in high school. Yeah, I, I'd say you're doing a damn fine job of it. Well, thank <laughs> you. I vocal, appreciate vocal it. diversity is just such a you know it's an awesome like talent and skill to skill set to have. You know, mm-hmm. it shows that you have a very um, active. Um, familiarity with your instrument you know you know your instrument well and that you can manipulate it that way which is funny because i've really only known about it for about a year oh yeah that's that's great (laughs) (laughs) a new talent kind of uh with yet to be for the album that we put out we finished everything and our vocalist left about a week before that oh and so we didn't have a vocalist and we were sitting there on these tracks and i know i can't you know i can sing at that point like i know I could do, ah, you know, like, okay, you know, that kind of stuff. Sure. I didn't learn until after that, but going through that, that I actually had a real voice. Because I had, since I was in elementary school, I've had people telling me that I need to have my voice quiet and low mm-hmm. and, and be, you know, matching with everybody else. And so I did that until, you know, uh, Devil is actually the song where I really learned that I can do that. Uh, so? All right. So for dab number six, we have the Lemon Kush, which is uh, another indica to kind of close it out. Lemon Kush is a well-balanced hybrid that delivers a pleasant euphoric high that will leave the smoker floating for hours. As its name suggests, it has a rich lemon and earthy flavor, and we picked up this gem at a shop in Linwood. Had some, some fruity scents and some stanky scents. I'm actually kind of a fan of like the skunky smelling moods. Yeah, I mean it's it's like it goes hand in hand with you know marijuana culture. Yeah. Some people say that lyrics are just poems put to music, mm-hmm. while other artists have a clear division between their lyrical content and the the style of their music. Do you see the lyrical content of a song as hand in glove with the melody, or as a separate entity that provides an additional layer of complexity to the song? As a guitarist, I would say the first one. Um, as what I am now, I would say the second one. For sure. That's kind of, I think, what is distinguished or distinguishable between me singing as yet to be's lead vocalist and what I do now. Okay. Honestly. So it's, you know, I do, I do think they're separate. I think one might lead to the other. But yeah, I, I, I would do. 
How do you think you came to the front to that <clears throat> distinction? Like, uh, what what changed? What honestly, I think what changed was the way I listened to what I was hearing. Uh, if that makes sense, uh-huh. um, you know, as, as a guitarist, all I listened to really was the guitar and the drums. That's all I really cared about listening to. The vocals was there to be a harmony and to add texture. Okay. As a vocalist, what I hear most now is the vocals, and that's because I'm trying to, you know, suck it in and create from all of that that I'm hearing. And so at this point, where was I? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's what we're looking for. That Anisha finally kicked in. Yeah, it did. <laughs> As a vocalist, you you can appreciate the uh, the complexity of the lyrics and the music together. Yeah, yeah. So being as a you know vocalist listening to that, I can hear more what you know the people I listen to and what I look up to are doing and take pieces from that. You know, again, um, you guys talked about diversity. Wash away. It's it's pretty much a pop rock song. Like let's <clears throat> let's not. It, people are uh, putting Matchbox Twenty in comparison. You know <laughs> that kind of stuff in comparison to it. <clears throat> Sweet Rose. Nobody knows what to compare it to. They just say, oh, it's pretty and depressing. You know? So, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, well, I, I don't really know how else to, where was I? Again? <laughs> I'm like trying to, to come up with like food metaphors or something where you have dishes that are like, uh, like uh, teriyaki and rice are, are two different elements that don't really combine you know, it, to mm-hmm. form the dish, but they're they're good <clears throat> side by side. Mm-hmm. And then you have something like a stew, which is just meat and vegetables and just all this flavor all in one thing. And uh, I actually don't know where I was going. With that. Dude, I'm so I'm sorry. I'm so high. I'm sitting. You sit there talking about stew, and I'm like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Dabbing with Washington Artists. Please be sure to give us a like and follow for more content. And check below for links to the artists and their most current projects. And remember, with your support, local art thrives.